Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And we are thrilled to have you with us. 888-933-93. At Pat Unleashed on Twitter. This is Pat Gray. Well, I mean, some people call me the Space Cowboy. Mm. Some call me the Gangster of Love. Now, I call you Maurice. Others do. They, they call me Maurice. But whatever you call me, I, I tend to speak of the pompous of love. It's kind of what I do here. I, I don't even know what that is. I don't think anybody does. Steve Miller doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah, That's yeah. true. He's admitted to such. That is very true. Uh, the dangerous and despicable Democrats try to delegitimize the uh, 2020 election already. I mean, there's not been a single vote cast even in the primaries yet. But uh, the big House Democrats, Schiff, Nadler, uh, Pelosi, are all screaming about election tampering. And that the president has already tainted. He's already tainted the 2020 election. He's already messed with it. You talk about dangerous. They're setting the stage for claiming that the when he wins, and they know he's going to, hmm. They know they can't beat him, which is why they keep doing this. That's why they're saying that the election is already tampered with, already messed up, and it's already been tainted by Donald Trump. Uh, Wow. So when he wins, they'll just claim he's not a legitimate president, that he stole the election. You think that's going to help bring America together? (laughs) Wow. I, I mean, this is just really dangerous stuff. We're already teetering on the precipice. And they're, they're just trying to give us a good, hearty shove over the edge of the cliff. In a joint Sunday morning TV show appearance on this week on ABC, House Intelligence Committee Chairman uh, Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler, the Judiciary Committee Chairman, again implied that the election has already been corrupted. Stephanopoulos asked Schiff to react to the news that uh, Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, was in Ukraine as <clears throat> recently as just you know a few weeks ago to investigate Hunter Biden's business dealings. Schiff said this mis- misconduct goes on. It's a threat to our election's integrity. The House uh, Democrat also added that the Trump campaign's opposition research effort represents a clear and present danger. To our democracy. Well, then that's not a problem because we don't have a democracy. So we're good. Yeah. I mean, you can pre- present all the danger you want to our, our democracy. That that doesn't hurt anything because we don't have one. Uh, and he said, it's not something we can simply turn away from because the re- simply because the Republicans in the House refuse to do their duty and continue to put the person of the president above uh, their constitutional obligation. Schiff also accused Trump and Giuliani of conducting a sham investigation. And they know sham investigations when they see him. I mean, mm-hmm. and trying to cheat in the next election. My goodness. I mean, going so, Stacey so Abrams on us, man. Yeah. That's not good. Oh, it's dangerous. Very. And it's despicable because they know exactly. They know full well what they're doing. Oh, and yeah. they know why they're doing it. And they realize that I don't. They understand these polls are ridiculous too. That show all the Democrats, every one of them, virtually. I think they have Michael Bennett, Bennett uh, beating president, the president in a <laughs> in a head to head. Uh huh. 
yeah, that's that's not going to happen. And they sense it, or they know it. I don't know if they've got internal polling, but that's why they they continue to disparage the election process already and say it's already been tainted, it's already been messed with, it's already been corrupted, because they know they're not going to win. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Got some uh, tweets over the weekend after uh, Friday's show from uh, T. Sheehan. Got this great idea to get rid of some of the junk that might be cluttering up your house. Uh, I think we have a photo of this. Look at that. Pack it all in Amazon boxes and then leave it on your front porch step. Merry Christmas, porch pirates. I like it. (laughs) <clears throat> That's a good plan. Yeah, it is. Save your Amazon. You're recycling your yeah. Amazon boxes. You're getting rid of your crap, and you're sticking it to these thieves. If that's <laughs> really happening at your house where your stuff is getting stolen, just fill those boxes with dog poop. That'd that'd be something very special for the por- wow. porch pirates. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'd li- I'd li- I think that'd be <laughs> very deserving. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm doing this. <laughs> have you had stuff stolen? I don't think I have. I don't think I have it in my neighborhood. Knock mm. on wood. Mm-hmm. Although, what, what does that do, really, when you knock on wood? Yeah, what the, where did that come what from? What does that do? Where did that I, come I, from? I, I like that. Some weird where superstition. Did knock on, where did all of our uh, superstitions come from, I wonder? Where does the phrase touch wood come from? <laughs> okay there, Britain. Might want to rephrase that one. Knocking on wood, Wikipedia. Oh, I'll get back to you. This looks all fun. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Nick Ryan. Uh, this... <laughs> Guy's standing out in uh, in the public. I don't know. Looks like a downtown area somewhere. <laughs> holding a sign, a really important one for my money, <laughs> saying, I could care less doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know if that's real or photoshopped, but uh, no, I, I like it. Real. Yeah, I like Is it, it real? I don't know. I like it. Can you imagine standing out on a street corner <laughs> holding a sign that says, saying, I could care less doesn't make any sense? <laughs> Uh, a guy obviously feels as strongly as I do about the phrase. Good. It, again, it's I couldn't care less. I could care less means you care a certain amount. Yeah, you do care. So right? What? So yeah. I do care. Yes, I could care less than I do. Well, what does that say? You might care a lot. <laughs> uh, also, we got this from uh, Short Girl M. Uh, I'm just... It looks like uh, yeah, me sitting there at the table. Remember uh-huh. this from the campaign. Yeah, when Joe Biden tried to talk to that guy and he was too busy watching Alabama on. Yeah. It's like me and the grocery store cashiers yeah. trying so, to talk to me. Yeah. Joe Biden playing the role of grocery store cashiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy playing the role of, well, me. By the way, the origin of the custom of knocking on wood may be in German folklore, wherein supernatural beings are thought to live in trees and can be invoked <laughs> for protection. What? Really? That's stupid. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Pagans or something. So that's where it comes from. Trees were the homes of fairies, spirits. So knocking on wood would it would would get the fairies to help. I guess with whatever like, hey, this is. Hey, are you in there? All right. Stop messing with the bees, honey, and come out here and help me out. That's really weird. So stupid. I that wish I had really, not looked that up. Really weird. <laughs> Probably smart to stop saying knock on wood. Since we know fairies don't live in the wood. Uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, they live in the tall grasses. We know this. Right. And little fairy gardens. My wife has them all in our backyard. Little right? fairy gardens for the, That's cute. For the grandkids, yeah. Aww. They, they like it. It's a thing. So. That is a nice little... Yeah. We don't knock on it, though, so maybe we should. Mm-hmm. 
New Jersey Democrat Congressman Jeff Van Drew, who strongly opposed the Democrats' impeachment efforts, leaving the Democrat Party and becoming a member of the Republican Party after meeting with President Trump. Van Drew's congressional and campaign staff were informed he was planning to switch parties on Saturday. The question was uh, not when, uh, not if, but when mm-hmm. he's going to change parties. Uh, people just don't do that. No. And, and can you imagine Especially how, not that way. Yeah. You, can you imagine how vilified and demonized this guy is going to be? His entire staff has already left. Oh, they did? Yeah, they resigned. They said, these aren't the values we signed up for. Well, you're morons then. <laughs> yeah. Good. Get out. Yeah. Get out. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, this is the guy who was That's saying awesome. that uh, uh, I, I'm not in office. Uh, it's not my role or something to to judge the president, but to like judge the constitutionality or not of his actions or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, that's not the Democratic line. So um, no, it sure isn't. He's taking a walk to the other side. Wow, that now that is a brave, yeah, and a courageous move. I mean, that's incredible. Jeez, it's so easy to switch from Republican to Democrat because then you're celebrated by all the media. But when you go the other way, and, you know you're going to be vilified. And on top of this, he is in a blue state. Yeah, He's New, in Jersey? New Jersey. Holy cow. It's not like he's doing this in right. South Carolina or something. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Give him a gold star for his forehead. Really? Yeah. Gold right star? On, yep. Not even a silver star. I, just, mm. I say we go all the way to gold star. Okay. Plant it right there in the middle of his forehead and, so everybody and, can see. And I'll make sure to write it out. Uh, Jeff, It's Jeff Van Drew. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to call and thank him for some common sense today. Nice. 888 uh, then we come to uh, Jim Comey and his interesting interviews over the weekend. Mm. Holy cow. Where was this stuff, I don't know, two and a half, three years ago? Where where was all this? Now, all of a sudden, we find out, oh, yeah, I uh, I was wrong. Yeah, it was kind of a sloppy investigation, probably. Yeah, you know, the FISA filing was not good. We, we did that in sort of a sloppy way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I... We certainly weren't hearing this last year or the year before uh, from this guy. Yeah, he was on Chris Wallace. Interesting, very interesting interview. Here's some of what he had to say. There is, I have left for last, the worst misconduct. In August of 2016, just two weeks into the investigation, the CIA tells the FBI that it actually has a relationship with Carter Page, that when he has these meetings with the Russians, he actually goes back and he tells the CIA about it, but... You never tell the FISA court that. And in fact, in 2017, Mm -hmm. an FBI lawyer doctors a document. The CIA said, oh, Carter Page, he's a source. And he puts in the application, he's not a source. Yeah, I got to take issue with one of the, I'll answer the question, but one of the predications of your question, the inspector general did not find misconduct by any FBI people. He found mistakes and negligent no, and oversight. No, 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 no that's not, not true. In the case of Kevin Kleinsmith, he has referred it for a criminal investigation. Right, but that's not been resolved, this business with the lawyer changing some email to a partner on wow. the team. I mean, you make it sound like it's not much. It's, no, no, it's, it's quite very important. It's very I mean, important. I mean, not a, sor- a source to not a source is a big deal. Remember how we got here. Mm. The FBI was accused of criminal mis- 
misconduct. Remember, I was going to jail and lots of other people were going to jail. People on this network said it over and over and over again. The inspector general did not find misconduct by FBI personnel, did not find political bias, did not find oh, illegal conduct. The inspector general found significant mistakes, and that is not something to sneeze at. That's really important. But the American people, especially your viewers, need to realize they were given false information about the FBI. It's honest. It is not political. It is flawed. Bold Would you agree crap. that... The FISA court was also given false information by the FBI? I think that's fair. The FBI should have included, or at least pushed to the lawyers so they could make a decision, uh -huh. information that you just said, things wow. like that, that the, another agency had not a source relationship, but some kind of contact relationship. Okay, okay the 17 serious mistakes in the FISA filings. Uh, none of that leads to bias, of course. That is just honest mistakes. No, just honest, just a, okay, so you're saying... That you and your department were just awful. We're just terrible. <laughs> that's all. You're, that's all, right? Yeah. The FBI is just absolutely 100% incompetent. Yeah. That's all you're saying. That's all we're saying. Okay. Man. All right. Well, then, <laughs> what are we even talking about this for? If you're that incompetent, why should we believe any of what you said, any of what you feel, any of this nonsense? I mean, yeah. where, do we, where do we separate your incompetence from what actually happened, how do we how do we do that now? Oh, and he had more goodies for us too. Yep, he did. <laughs> to it. Well, sloppiness may be a, a euphemism for what it is he found. One of his big concerns is the way the FBI handled the FISA applications and the warrants that you were allowed you to surveil Carter Page, who was a former foreign policy advisor to the Trump campaign. Again, here is what you said about the FISA process. And what the Inspector General Horowitz said this week. Take a look. I have total confidence that the FISA process was followed and that the entire case was handled in a thoughtful, responsible way by DOJ and the FBI. We was identified it? significant inaccuracies and omissions in each of the four applications. In all of them. Seven in the first application. Just all of them, though. And a total of 17 by the final renewal application. <laughs> 17 significant errors in the FISA process, and ah. you say that it was handled in a thoughtful and appropriate way. Yeah, he's right. I was wrong. I was overconfident huh. in the procedures that the FBI and Justice had built over 20 years. I thought they were robust enough. It's incredibly hard to get a FISA. I was overconfident in those because he's right. There was real sloppiness. 17 things that either should have been in the applications mm. or at least discussed and characterized differently. It, yeah. it was not yeah. acceptable. And so he's huh. right. I was wrong. But you make it sound Oopsie like daisies. you're a, a bystander, an eyewitness. You were the director of the FBI while a lot <laughs> nice, of this was going Chris. on, sir. Sure. I'm responsible. Sure. For that. That's why I'm telling sure. you, I was wrong. I was overconfident uh, uh -huh. as director in our procedures. Huh. And it's important that, it, that, huh. a, that a leader be accountable is and it? transparent. If I were still director, I'd be saying exactly the same thing that Chris Ray is saying, which is we are going to get to the bottom of this. Because the most important question is, is it systemic? Are there problems in other cases? Uh, and is there more problems in this case? <sighs> and the answer, of course, is yes. But at this point, what difference does it make, Pat? Yeah, because he's not even there anymore. So don't even worry about it. Doesn't matter. This is just the. This is just what started this whole process. So it's not that important, right? We've just been dealing with it now for two and a half years, going on three. Don't even ah, whatever. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, that is unbelievable. Uh, we'll have uh, Trey Gowdy's take on this coming Aww. up in a second. First, let me tell you about Keeps. Hopefully, by now you've heard about Keeps. This is something that helps with uh, stopping your hair loss. 
because a lot of hair loss uh, is traced back to a hormone called DHT. FDA has approved two hair treatment products that help control your DHT and prevent further hair loss, and it's triggered hair growth in a really good percentage of guys. And until now, these uh, products were really expensive because they were, you know, the name brand, and you had to get a doctor visit. Well, not anymore. Keeps offers the generic versions of these two FDA-approved hair products, so you pay a lot less, and... They're 90%, up to 90% effective. They're totally affordable. And we're going to make them even more affordable by giving you 50% off to get you started. So now you can keep your hair without ever leaving your couch. You just sit there and answer a few questions online, snap a few pictures of your hair, and then a licensed doctor will review your info and recommend the, the right treatment for you. Then it's shipped discreetly to your door. If you're tired of losing your hair, your hair and you, you just don't want to, you do something about it. Get a free online doctor consult and 50% off your first order. Go to keeps.com slash pat. That's K-E-E-P-S. Keeps.com slash pat. That's right. That's right. Out of boy clown. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, so amazing admissions by uh, Jim Comey, uh, former director of the FBI. Yeah, we screwed up. Yeah, 17 times. Eh, it wasn't, it's not bias. Nobody's I don't know. perfect. Nobody's perfect. Right. Where would you get bias out of that? I I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> In every case, the mistake was against Donald Trump. In every single case. So, of course, they're biased. The IG just didn't come out and say it because, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess they don't want to assume the intent, but it's pretty obvious to anybody with a brain that it was completely biased. And uh, here's what Trey Gowdy had to say about uh, Comey's admission. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this morning Comey admitted he was wrong. Sometimes, Maria, Maria uh, it's better late than never, and sometimes it's just too damn late. And in this case, uh, Comey is about two years too late. We could have used his objectivity. We could have used mm-hmm. him as a head of the FBI helping Republicans figure out what was happening with FISA instead of thwarting us uh, and obstructing us. So, um he said it was a policy and procedure issue. It's not, Maria. They've always been policies against manufacturing evidence and withholding exculpatory evidence. That's not new. Those aren't new policies. This is a personnel issue. It's the wrong people in the wrong positions of power. That's not going to be fixed with a new policy or procedure. It's going to be fixed by replacing the people who did what they did in 2016. Yeah, the other... Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had more to say about it, too. He did? Yes. Really? Yeah. Where? I thought he did. No. No. You had nothing more to say about nope, it? Nope. They turned his mic off and said, There's not another night. thing. Good night, everybody. Holy cow. The rent is too damn high, and the apology is uh, too damn late. I, I think you're trying to uh, stifle and stymie Trey Gowdy. Mm. Why? Why won't you let him speak? Probably because there's only one clip that we have of him. <laughs> That's why. And uh, Maria, she's quick to, uh, to cut loose her guest. Nope, you're done. That's uh, enough. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's obviously biased as yeah, well. Yeah, they awkwardly went to a break right after that. Let's put uh, Maria, what's her face, 
Barada Mola or whatever her name is. Let's put her in jail. Barda 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 uh, we got there. Happy week sort before of. Christmas. Sort of. Right. Oh, boy. And no. that's right. Uh, gosh, we're just just a few days away from Christmas now. Yeah. We're nine days away from, from Christmas Day. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, this is fun. Working. T- I, lo- I love this. This is just oopsie daisies. They keep <sighs> doing this. They keep uh, really showing us exactly who they are and what they've been up to ever since Donald Trump was elected. Mm -hmm. And she admits it here. One of the biggest criticisms of the process has been the speed at which the House Democrats are moving. If this is, but seriously though, seriously. Seriously, seriously though. 22 months, okay? Wait, what? (laughs) Two and a half years, actually. There has been some criticism though, I will say, about Uh whether or not you should move forward before the end of the year or wait for the courts. (laughs) Why do you think now is the time to move? Well, I think we're not moving with speed. This, uh, was it two and a half years ago that they initiated uh, the Mueller uh, investigation? Uh, <laughs> she whoa, just tells whoa. you there. Hold on a second. Just let's tells you there. Let's back up here. Mm-hmm. I thought that this impeachment was over a call made in July. Right. Yeah, that's right. No. Uh, so that's, is July two and a half years ago? Two and a half. Time flies, man. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't. I'm not sure Pelosi's aware anymore. That's true of uh, what what was you know two and a half years ago and what was May. She, she has no idea. My goodness. Well, there you that go. is absolutely incredible. She just she slipped up because they have been trying to impeach him since yeah the moment he took office. In fact, since before that, it, since the election, they've been trying this whole time to get him out. So is it fair to say that Speaker Pelosi accidentally tells the truth? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think it is fair to say. I mean, do you doubt that at all? I, I don't. Oh, no. Just, I don't doubt that I, for a I, second. I, before she was speaker, she was probably saying, look, you got to get me something. When, when you get me something, then we'll we'll go after this guy. Right. And then she becomes speaker, and it's like, all right. Well, you know that's what happened. Oh, totally. We're going to get this guy. We'll get him on whatever we can. Uh, just get it to me, and, and we'll make it happen. And sure enough. And this would have happened... They would have gone through this process before the end of... Tw- we would be right now, it would be um, December of 2017 if she had been Speaker of the House oh, in yeah. January of 2017. No doubt what about it. What took so long was getting the power for them in order to go through with this in the House. Yes. That's all that's delayed them. They were going to figure something out to charge this president on, to go after him on, to make this stupid case for impeachment on, no matter what it was... The timing is the issue. They don't care. The the vessel to get to this point, they mm-hmm. don't care. Not at all. They're going to figure something out. Not at all. Uh, and they did. They they figured something out. Whether it was Russian collusion or mm-hmm. a phone call with Ukraine, they don't care what it is. They don't care. They were just going to try to get him no matter what. And this just keeps coming out. This, the truth is spilling out of them accidentally in drips and drabs because... They've got so much to keep track of. They just can't keep track of all their lies anymore. <laughs> uh, here's yeah. another uh, another Democrat, Ted Deutsch, who admitted to CNN that they postponed uh, they postponed the uh, hearing. <laughs> yeah. In order to. Uh, get better TV coverage. <laughs> I thought this vote was going to happen last night in the committee. We were all staying up late, and then the chairman Jerry Nadler gabbled out the vote will happen this morning. What happened? 
we went into the day thinking we were going to vote yesterday also, but uh, the Republican, my Republican colleagues offered amendment after amendment, and uh, it was clear that this was going to go well into the night. And this is the, the most consequential vote that most members of Congress will ever cast. The American people deserve to see it. It ought to take place in the light of day. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Got to make sure it's on uh, when people are awake. We can't be doing this stuff where everyone's asleep. It's just incredible. That's just something. I mean, the, the calculation that they're doing on everything. Every single move is calculated to manipulate the American people into believing that this president uh, has committed some criminal act and they're going to get rid of him. That's all they live for. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not even pretending to draw up legislation to have any sort of uh, legislative agenda. They're not even pretending to do that anymore. And we- you remember, they, they they dropped the whole bribery thing. Oh, that like was a their hot big potato. thing, and they're like, oh, well, there's nothing there. Oh, sure. one of my favorite moments was when Pelosi was asked asked about that. Uh, let's see, do we do we have that on uh, video, or did I? I have think that, that was video. Yeah, was it? Was it? Yeah, I don't know. You uh, can check maybe. it, but but yeah, where where she Crazy. Uh, she said, I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, she's not a lawyer, but the lawyers suggested that they not do bribery. What does that tell you? Oh, here we go. Thank you, guys. Why did you decide not to make bribery one of the articles of I myself am not a lawyer. Huh. Yeah, but. Sometimes but, I act like one. Yeah, not as good. often as I act as a doctor. I practice medicine uh, on the side real, without real benefit of diploma, too. Uh, uh, this is a decision that was mm-hmm. recommended by our working together at, with our committee chairs, our attorneys, and the rest. Yeah, your attorneys who realized that you didn't make any kind of case for bribery, no. so don't use bribery. I mean, that's the only reason. If they could have done bribery, you don't think they would have? Yeah. Of course they would have. And you know where they do their little weekly rundown? Speaker goes through all the stuff, all the legislative uh, progress they've made on bills and stuff through the week. You would think, and remember, Deutsch just told us how important this vote is, the most important vote some of these representatives will ever make in their mm-hmm. whole lives in Washington. Um during that exact uh, press conference there that the speaker held, she just completely, she's barely even mentioned impeachment. Like they talked about bills and trade with China and the new NAFTA and all this stuff and the agreement. And mm-hmm. then briefly she mentions impeachment. Oh, I thought this was important. No, you're ready for this to go away because it's completely imploded in your faces. And I love it. Yeah, they're, I think they're going to pay a stiff price for this. If the Republicans do this right and they're making every, they're showing every indication that they're not going to. I mean, they keep telling us, "Yeah, we're going to we're going to kill this really quick." Don't do that. Why would you do that? Take advantage of the opportunity here to show what charlatans these people are. Uh, to show what a political process this has been. Bring the whistleblower in. Make shift tef- testify. Put them on the spot. Put them under oath. Let the American people see how despicable these people really are. Mm-hmm. And they'll pay a heavy price for it. But I don't. I just don't think they're going to do that now. It doesn't look like it. Yeah. Um, I love how Pelosi said, you know, I'm not a lawyer. I do practice medicine on the side or whatever the heck she said. Um, so I looked up. I wanted to know what her private background was before politics. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. She graduated um, uh, with a degree... Uh, in political science 
and she has literally been in Washington, D.C. since she graduated in 1962. Jeez. Doing something for somebody's staff mm. or mm-hmm. in political office. My goodness. Ugh. Amazing. Go away. Meanwhile, Adam Schiff uh, <laughs> tells you what he just, I mean... He doesn't want this thing to get out of hand. Here's what he said. Well, the fact that the whistleblower did have contact with my staff doesn't make me a fact witness. Um, but nonetheless, nor does it make the speaker a fact witness. This isn't about fact witnesses. There are, in fact, <laughs> members of Congress who are witnesses. Uh, Senator Johnson had a discussion with the president. Senator Graham had discussions with the president about the withholding of aid. Uh, they may be fact witnesses. We didn't seek to call them. We're not seeking to make a circus out of this. But the president is because he can't defend his gross abuse of his oh, office. He can't defend gosh. withholding okay. military aid from an ally at war, the uh-huh. damage he's done to our our national security all he can do is attack that's so great doesn't he, want a circus the ringmaster <laughs> doesn't want to turn this into a circus <laughs> too late too, too late. late you did that a long time ago uh, he is i mean reprehensible the senate, it's just hard to even look at the guy the senate better not screw this up they're going to. they are going to they're going to they are going to sweep this yeah. thing aside uh, before christmas no confidence in him at all yeah they are working with the White House, so supposedly. So, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if the president is mm-hmm. advising that they get this killed quickly. It, uh, it shouldn't I, be. I don't think so. It seems like he's itching for a fight, but uh, he needs to he needs to put one up. Yeah, yeah. After the break, we got to play this Lindsey Graham clip because uh, it won't instill yeah, it confidence. Look, it does not look good. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, heaven and Christmas time be praised for this. I say this on my knees, Jacob Marley. On my knees. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Shore Girl M tweets. Let's get this party started and try not to think that this will be the last Monday show for a couple weeks. Oh. Yeah, that is sad. Wait until uh, 2020, right? Till mm. the new year? Right. My goodness. That'll fix everything. When the when the year turns over to 2020, oh, yeah. everything's going to be great. We're going to get this bad year behind us. And, yeah, and everything will be fine. Because we're going to lean on an election year to save us. Uh-huh. Mm. Christmas Twisted Pathead, I've never called you a space cowboy or gangster of love, but I often refer to you as Brother Love Pat or BLP. That's right. Which is also appropriate. Completely appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicken Picker tweets, at this point, democracy is possibly my most hated word. Yeah, me, me too. I <laughs> It drives me out of my mind because you know why they're doing it. Um, <laughs> and then when our side does it, it's like, how can you contribute to that? Do you not understand what's going on with these Democrats, with the left? Uh, from Kristen, Someone should tell Comey that the IG also said no one was vindicated. Uh, Trisha Sanders <laughs> tweets, Hey, Comey, my BS meter is spiking. Really, dude? <laughs> Good. Uh, from Zuzu's Petals. <laughs> Zuzu's Petals! Zuzu's Petals! There they are! That's right. What, what do you know about that? Merry Christmas! Can we, the American taxpayers... <laughs> Sue the pants off the bad actors and the DOJ for negligence and investigating years of bogus investigations causing costing us millions. 
be nice, mm-hmm. but uh, but probably not. No. Uh, Texas Lori D tweets: I've done bribery. It's called milkshakes and burgers to Jeffy. Mm. That wasn't healthy. <laughs> uh, Santa's murderous elf. That's from the uh, Rudolph movie, right? Yeah. Does yeah. one of the elves kill something or someone? Yeah, like pushes a shoves a bird off. Of the, <laughs> that's when we had this discussion <laughs> on Twitter this 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 weekend with the uh, Patheads. That I mean, there are no good guys in that Rudolph thing. No, that's I know. Right, except for uh, even the 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 Yukon guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, you- we, we even notice a pistol in in his belt. Oh no. I mean, oh, so we, no. we... And he tries to kill the Bramble or There's whatever. There's no good guys in the Rudolph flick. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Except for that big hairy beast guy chasing everybody around. <laughs> Remember? Yep. Uh, From, uh, so Santa's murderous elf tweets, Shift for brains is right. This isn't about fact witnesses. I know. That's uh, unbelievable. Speaking of all of this madness, uh, the one hope I hold out is that we're going to have a decent trial in the Senate, and we're going to call a bunch of witnesses, and we're going to we're going to show this well, sham for what it is. And then you listen to Lindsey Graham, uh-oh. who wants a quick trial in the Senate. Uh, here's what he said. I don't know where this goes, but I know impeachment will be over soon. I supported the Mueller investigation, by the way, for those who care about domestic politics. I didn't know what Trump had done with the Russians. What have I come to believe? There is no collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russians. If you're not colluding with your own government, why do you think you're colluding with the Russians? The president's not much of a colluder. So the bottom (laughs) line here is that Mueller Mm -hmm. spent two years and $25 million looking at all things Trump Mm -hmm. and Russia, and now we're impeaching the president of the United States by partisan people, no outside counsel involved. This thing will come to the Senate and it will die quickly. No. And I will do everything I can to make it die quickly. Huh. I just wonder how quickly. Let, let's uh, do a little bit on procedure. There's a debate ongoing about how a trial should be held in the Senate, including whether to have live witnesses. Um, you don't support live witnesses. Why? I want this to end as quick as possible for the good of the Senate, for Stupid. the good of the country. Stupid. And I think the best thing for America to do is get uh, this behind us. No. We know how it's going to end so we can focus on the problems we talked to, problems. talked about today. If you don't like President Trump, you can vote against him in less than a year. It's not like a politician is unaccountable if you don't impeach him. So I think impeachment mm. is going to end quickly in the Senate. I would prefer it to end as quickly as possible. Use the record that was assembled in the House to pass impeachment articles as your trial record. I don't want to call anybody. I don't need to hear from Hunter Biden. I don't need to hear from Joe Biden. We can deal Uh, with that outside of impeachment. I don't want to talk to Pompeo. I don't want to talk to Pence. Wow. I want to hear the House make their case based on the record they established in the House, and I want to vote. Hmm. Big mistake. Oh man! Big mistake. Does anybody believe when he says, "Oh, we'll deal with the Bidens outside the impeachment no. stuff"? No, oh. nothing will happen with that. Nothing will happen with that if you don't do an impeachment trial. Mm-hmm. As usual, as usual, uh, the main powers that be in the Republican Party are going to screw this up. They're telegraphing that now. <clears throat> Jeez, I, it's it's crazy. After all of this, you're just going to kill it as quickly as you can and push it all under the rug. 
Don't. Why would you sweep it under the rug when you can show it for what it is? <clears throat> when you can make these people pay for what they've put the country through by showing the American people that they're despicable frauds and they've been lying through their communist teeth this whole time. Show that. Prove that. Give that to the American people. Make something come out of this uh, that's going to make the Democrats pay for what they've done. Ah, I just, I don't... Unbelievable. Mm. Uh, I want to attend as quickly as possible so that uh, this will never be resolved. We'll never have any closure uh, for the American people on this thing. I just want to forget all about it. I just want to close my eyes and hum really loudly so I can't hear anything anymore. I don't, I don't want to know it. It's like uh, Sergeant Schultz on Hogan's Heroes. I know nothing! I don't want to know anything! And that's what they just keep doing. That's what they keep doing. Yep. They're pathetic. It's just, just incredible how incompetent the Republican Party elite are. It's still a club. Yes, unreal. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, Ed Pat Unleashed on Twitter over the weekend uh, at the box office. Jumanji: The Next Level was the number one movie, sixty million. I think that was a big surprise to people. They mm. that brought in even more than I think they thought it was going to. Frozen Two was nineteen million, way behind, but it's three three hundred sixty six million since it came out. Ooh. Knives Out was number three, and then followed by Richard Jewell. Which only made five million dollars over the weekend. Wow! They think that's hurt by all the controversy around the movie. I I guess the big thing is that uh, the Atlanta Journal Constitution is that what it is? Mm-hmm. That newspaper's reporter. Uh, they depict her having an affair, sleeping with the FBI agent, or something to get information from him. Mm-hmm. And they use her actual name. And her family's really pissed off about that. And the AJC is the the newspaper is really pissed yeah, off. They say about it's not true at all. Yeah, they say it's it's not true. That's not like her. That never would have happened. Well, I don't know if they know that for sure because she's she's gone. She can't defend herself. But they used her real name and the FBI agent's fake name. So well, that was a huge mistake, I think, on the part of the of whoever wrote this script. And you know and Clint Eastwood for allowing that to go forward. They should have fictionalized her name, and then you wouldn't have this problem. And then the Atlanta Journal-Constitution wouldn't be leading some revolt against the movie. But I don't know if that's what kept people away, because it's getting great reviews. Hmm. Uh, But she's gone. Richard Jewell is gone. So, um, I don't know. Nobody's going to see this movie. (laughs) And you've so it's not going to help uh, the truth to really come out after all this time. Because what happened was Richard Jewell was accused of planting the bomb himself so he could make himself look like a hero. And then you heard very little about it after that, when that was proven to be a total lie. And that what's-his-face Rudolph was actually responsible. What was his first name? Eric. Eric Rudolph, yeah. Yep. That he was responsible. And all that you heard about him was really not the Atlanta bombing, the Atlanta Olympic bombing. You heard about the abortion clinic bombing. Correct. Uh, several. That yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's too bad because uh, I've heard, I haven't seen it, but I've heard the movie is is really good. Maybe one of Clint Eastwood's best ever. Uh, Black Christmas was number five. 
Have you seen the Ford versus Ferrari thing yet? It's almost up to $100 million now. What's going on without you, Keith? <laughs> it's, it's passing me just by. Just passing you by. I will get right on that. Get Let me on just that. make a note right now. All right. All right, I'm making a note, and cool. Thanks. You just made an air note. I'm You'll sorry? be able to read that later? Yeah. It's you sure? Huh. Invisible ink. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'll get to it. Okay. 888 uh, Also, the Trump administration intends to announce a withdrawal of about 4,000 troops from Afghanistan, which will leave between eight and 9,000 still there. I'm surprised there were that many still there. Me too. I didn't realize that. So there's still 13,000 troops in Afghanistan? Yeah. Between 12 and 13, they're saying right now. Wow. I thought we... Uh, we left there a long time ago. I thought we declared victory and kind of packed that up in both Iraq and Afghanistan. We're everywhere. Yeah, we we, we really are. <laughs> uh, also, President Trump. Oh yeah, uh, he's in the Army Navy game, allowing the Army and Navy players to go pro. Yeah, and he told him about it in the locker mm. room before the game. That was pretty fun. Yesterday. Let's take a look at that. <laughs> And he got a huge uh, ovation, by the way, when he went out for the coin toss there. So, Mr. President, in June of this year, you directed that the Department of Defense come up with a new policy that will allow service academy graduates to play professional football. I'm pleased to inform you that, that we have changed that policy, that any uh, cadet who graduates and has the opportunity to play professional sports will be able to do so and serve his country after he's done playing pro sports. Mr. President, yeah. thank you very much. Nice. He said, what about a waiver? I said, what are you talking about a waiver? He said, some of these guys could play in the NFL. You could play for the Yankees. You could play for the Mets. You could play basketball. You could play whatever. But you have to serve a long time. So what we're doing now is you'll you'll go out and you'll make a fortune. And after you're all finished with your professional career, you'll go and you'll serve. And everybody's thrilled. That means you can go out and you can do whatever you want. And mm. it probably gives the coach no reason to ever lose another game. That's what you said. He'll <laughs> never lose a game. So I want to congratulate you. But you were the man. You, you told me about it. And a few of the guys were shouting, how about the waiver, Mr. President? How about the waiver? Mm. So good luck to you guys. We appreciate that. Sir. All right, thank you. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree with that. Yeah, me too. Because, okay, I... Surprise! I don't know exactly what I'm talking about here, but aren't these guys going to become officers, right? I think so. They're not going to be grunts. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be on the front line. So mm-hmm. go do your professional career, come back right. with your life experience, and then do your service. Yeah. I think it makes sense. I do too. I like it. Uh, by the way, Navy won the game 31-7. <laughs> so when they're 10-2 and on the season. It's just pretty darn good. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah it good. is. I'd take it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would. I'd too. take it over five and seven, I, I, Nebraska. <laughs> I'd take it over seven and five. Uh, that's a that's a pretty good season. Uh, they're also the U.S. Military Academy uh, at West Point. They're now investigating the possible use of a white power or a white supremacist symbol here during the football game. Yeah, there we go. Okay, good Which grief. Took place. Got it. This okay sign or whatever. Wasn't that a... Isn't that... So stupid. A scam to It was a joke. With? It's a joke. 
So it's, there you see somebody holding the OK sign behind uh, what's-his-face. Yeah, multiple guys started doing it during the stand-up there with uh, the Reese guy, whatever his name is. Yeah, Reese yeah, right. Davis Reese, yeah, uh, from ESPN. <laughs> and so that's supposed to be a white supremacist. Uh-huh. And was that not invented? It, it was invented by it was a somebody. Joke. It was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it's it, not a real thing. And the left, it means something to the left. It means nothing to the right. Now it's just done by people to get under the skin of the left, yes. which makes it flipping hysterical. I love it. It's <laughs> so right. Dumb. So that's exactly what's going on because mm-hmm. the left has this conniption fit every single time <laughs> and they still don't get it that it's not even a thing. Yeah. It's and, not a real thing. And the guy who originally tweeted Jeez. that out was obviously of a left-leaning persuasion. He's like, I thought I could watch the Army-Navy game without having, you know, white power symbols thrown up by cadets on national television. So pathetic. Shut up. Ah, jeez. So then, of course, I'm watching football. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it it intrudes into the San Francisco 49ers game. Yes, and look at, look at, uh... Look at George George Kittle. Kittle. You bastard. What is he doing? He's making the white power symbol. So I tweet that out. And then I've got people on our side retweeting it, liking all this stuff. And I've got, obviously, liberals uh, tweeting it out as well. I guess they don't know the meaning of the word foe. As I said, let the foe outrage directed at George Kittle begin. My goodness. <laughs> our society is so messed up. It that is. We are, we are ranting and raving about the OK symbol. Oh, somebody Photoshopped this. Let me get it good and centered for the camera. Oh, no. Keith is a white supremacist. Uh Stop! What a sick society, man. We can't have a conversation about anything. Nothing is innocuous anymore. Everything's got a deep meaning of hatred or racism or homophobia or whatever. 2020, rescue us. <laughs> By the way, for George Kittle, he does that after every first down he get, he makes, I guess. And uh, <laughs> it's an imitation of the signature hand gesture that his favorite pro wrestler... Oh. Uh, his favorite pro wrestler does, I I guess, when he's ranting and raving. It means zero fear. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, so... Well, and white supremacy, white, so, of course. So whoever the Naturally. wrestler guy is... Yeah, uh-huh. should be going after him, too. He's a racist. Yeah. Obviously. Yep, obviously. <laughs> there's, there's never been, to my knowledge, any sort of white supremacy uh, <laughs> meaning to that symbol. I... I it was again made up mm-hmm. to just infuriate the left, and it's worked. It's worked perfectly. Yeah, of course. yeah. The wrestler's name I see this is uh, Pentagon Junior. Mm. Pentagon Junior. Yeah. Pentagon Junior. Yeah, one of my favorite uh-huh. uh, wrestlers. And we know who runs the uh, the Department of Defense. That would be the Commander in Chief. His name is Donald Trump, and we know all about him. Yeah. Okay, I think it comes mm-hmm. full circle. There you go. <laughs> so it's obviously a white supremacy symbol. <laughs> That's not my computer playing. Are you sure? I'm sure. Positive? Positive. Hmm. See, again, that should be illegal. You shouldn't be able to just start <laughs> playing stuff. Someone probably <laughs> went to CNN.com, the home of the most annoying, intrusive, loud pop-up ads ever on the internet. I think that was, uh, this particular case was uh, Newsweek. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I wound up there, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, the Democrat... Frontrunners' favorability is dropping, but they're supposedly still more popular than Trump, according to Newsweek. Uh huh. 
they're going to be so surprised in November of next year when Trump wins in a landslide uh, because the fact is most Americans, right-thinking Americans, understand what we're up against here. And they know that we can't, we can't allow any of these Marxists to assume the, the uh, role of president of the United States. It just can't happen. Nope. And I don't care if it's Joe Biden. I, I don't care who you're talking about on the Democrat side. It just can't happen. I want none of them. None of them. And most Americans want none of them. But especially not Sanders or Warren or Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> and I still think there's something to that. Even if your state is in the bag for Trump and maybe you're still not sold on him, but you're a conservative-leaning American, go ahead and vote for him because you might very well change the electoral votes of some of these states that have changed how they dole out their votes. They're going with the national popular vote now. Yeah, so well, yeah. let's turn California red by voting in Texas Wouldn't it be Donald great if it, if it completely <laughs> backfired on them? Yes. And California goes to Trump that, and New York goes to Trump please. and... That would Massachusetts goes to Trump because he won the national <laughs> the national popular vote. That would be fantastic. That would serve them right. So good. <laughs> I would so love that. Good. And would we love that. we had an article on the show a couple of weeks ago how he has changed the landscape of the federal courts. Can you imagine another four years Oof. of him putting people be on great. the court? <laughs> be great. Be yummy. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Sank, Jank, Yank. Uger, whatever that guy's name is from the Young Turks. Uh, just an extremist, absolute buffoon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to name yourself after the Young Turks, it kind of shows you what an extremist weirdo uh, psycho you are. <laughs> and he's running for Congress, too, which is really great. And very befitting of what's happening in the Democrat Party right now. Uh, Bernie Sanders endorsed him. He's tried to fill the seat left open by Katie Hill, who, of course, was sleeping with her underling in the thruple relationship. Remember that? <laughs> thruple, what a word. So now he's retracting. Bernie Sanders has retracted his endorsement because Jank, uh, Sink, whatever his name is, <laughs> had some had some issues, apparently, online with with women. Oh, no. What? A bit of a misogynist. Um, it's great. Uh, I guess he said all kinds of things, but among them in a 1999 blog post. So, I mean, this is 20 years ago. Obviously, the genes of women are flawed, Uh-oh. Sank wrote in, in 1999. They're poorly designed creatures oh, who no. do not want to have sex nearly as often as needed for the human race to get along peacefully and fruitfully. <laughs> no, that's just you, man. Okay. You got no game. Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> uh, he also put another post out there outlining the rules of dating, including that there must be orgasm by the fifth date. Whoa. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, beautiful. That's really, that's really great. 
Sank wrote, uh, first of all, I wrote that stuff 19 years ago. Okay. I deleted it 15 years ago. Uh, d- I deleted it not because I thought I'd get caught or someone would find it. I deleted it because I didn't believe it anymore. This is not me. I was trying to be a stupid, politically incorrect Republican. Sure you were. So I wrote things I knew were offensive. What bull crap that wow. is. There's not a single... What Republican have you ever seen or heard who believes that kind of garbage? That's just a pathetic lie. Mm. He also defended himself this week from remarks he made in a 2013 episode of his show in which he ranked women on a scale from 1 to 10 based on how likely men would be to uh, enjoy them some sort of sexually way. Um, He also told the Los Angeles Times that he should not be criticized for having frank conversations about sex. (laughs) Okay. All right. Oh, man. By the fifth date. That's great. Uh, He also said some of his comments emerged yesterday where he said that uh, bulldozer is my plan for Jerusalem. Oh, no. Video appears to be from from a 2006 interview that he participated in on Air America, which, of course, is long gone because of things like this, actually. Um, They were commenting on Middle East foreign policy when he went off on an anti-Israel tirade, as you can imagine. Jerusalem is a pain in the whole world's ass. Uh, my God gave it to me? No, my God gave it to me. Okay, I don't... Here's, uh, I think we actually have him saying it, and uh, uh, you know, here's his lovely is a words. pain in the whole world's ass. Now, okay. Oh, my God gave it to me. No, my God gave it to oh, me. But first of all, all of you sound like total morons when you start talking about God's giving it to you. And then second of all, you got nothing but wars. A little... Look, bulldozer is my plan for Jerusalem. Bulldoze the whole damn thing so nobody goes back in it. It doesn't have to be extreme in how we deal with our allies. It doesn't have to be either we support them unquestioningly on everything they want or we abandon them completely. It can be a reasonable middle ground. We don't do everything our allies want, whether it's Saudi Arabia or Turkey or England, except Israel. If Israel says something, it's the law of the land. We have to follow completely. And I'm tired of it. I know a lot of people in this country are sick and tired of it. Mm. Why? Mm. Why do we have to support the settlements? The settlements are outrageous. And and, and what gets you is the excuse is always, we need this strategically to protect ourselves. Actually, they tend to choose land that's just the more valuable land with better water, better location, better groves. You know what would help you strategically to protect yourself? To go back to the 1967 borders. Okay, now people say, oh, the Palestinians don't accept the Jewish state. Well, you don't accept the Palestinian state in the 1967 borders. So? No. And then, okay, no, but you want to drive Jews. No, I don't. I want two states. I want there to be a beautiful, flourishing Israel Mm -hmm. that doesn't take Palestinian land. 1967 borders. Not Palestinian. Do I stutter? What part of that is confusing? No, we have to have certain parts of the West Bank. Then you're going to have war. And I don't want the Palestinians to war. I think they're idiots. I think I, the way they should go is the way Gandhi mm. and Mandela went. Because it would accomplish, other than the fact that it is a more moral thing to do, it would accomplish their objectives a lot better. Now, having said mm. that, mm-hmm. those settlements have been ripping the mm-hmm. Middle East mm-hmm. and the whole world apart. Did I and, we, and what did the U.S. do unquestioningly, right or wrong, 
Yes, more settlements. The all, and this is part of the reason why I think James Baker and George H.W. Bush were brave men. They tried to stop oh. it. They failed, but they tried. And you have to give them credit for that. Did I stutter? <laughs> I mean, the, this guy, uh, if people are going to start doing this with him, you know, looking for statements that he's made that are extreme and crazy, uh, this doesn't even scratch the surface. <laughs> This Israel thing, I mean, that's that's going to be the least of it. You should, I mean, some of the stuff this guy has said over the years on Young Turks, please. If his, if his, if the opposition wants to use his own words against him, wow, you're going to have a plethora of stuff. I, I don't know if he's already deleted every episode of Young Turks, but <laughs> maybe he should start doing that because uh, the guy's a freak. Just an absolute and freak. You think you could select all and delete them all at once? Or is he I don't have know. To like, That's I hope you have to do it individually. I really yeah. hope he has to do it individually. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, you go online these days and you get phony ads, hawking health powders and drinks and all that kind of stuff. And uh, love the headlines like "Doctors Save Man" with this one weird trick. And then you click on it and it's a fifty nine minute video that you have to sit through with a guy in a lab coat <laughs> and. Uh, you don't have to do all that stuff. Oh, you know, go to go to brickhousepat.com and order Field of Greens. This was created by actual doctors and human and personal human performance experts who uh, put together something that really works, something that's really good for you. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. It'll boost your immunity using antioxidants. It's got pre and probiotics. It's real food, not extracted from something. Go to BrickHousePat.com. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. This is uh, the only superfood I endorse, the only one I actually take and and enjoy. So try it. Go to BrickHousePat.com. You'll get 15% off that first order with the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Gray Unleashed. Uh-huh. I got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. 81% American tweets. <laughs> 81%. I wonder what that comes from. I don't know. It's not from one of our discussions, is it? 81% Americans. Uh, American. Democrats are ruining America with the help from mainstream media and the internet. Indeed. Occam's Electric Razor. You know, guys, I really could care less about your show. Oh, see what he did there? Wait a minute. He really could care less. I see. Because he obviously cares a certain amount. In fact, he says, I really like it, and I think my level of care will just keep rising. Oh. But it could be less than it is right now. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got it. It's just not. It's not. So that's great. Huh. Rudy the Rejected Reindeer, <laughs> regarding Lindsey Graham's comments on the uh, Senate impeachment trial. I want to do what's best for the Senate. Translation, I just want this to go away so we can get back to status quo of a do-nothing party. Sadly, that's about it. Yep. That's, that's about right. Yep. Steve 42, the GOP, want to go ahead and kill that golden goose right now as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Alexandria, go. Hey, Lindsey graham <laughs> You might not need to know, uh, but the American people do. Yep. 
Uh, Sir Nasty tweets, what about the spies, attaches, and interior decorators? Are we pulling them out of Afghanistan? I hope so, because you remember the threat. Mm -hmm. Pull every last one of your soldiers, Soldiers, spies, security security advisors, trainers, attaches, and so on, and so forth, from Afghanistan to Zanzibar. Even just one hairdresser, interior decorator, any of them. For, for us to continue can you our defensive, defensive jihad, jihad against your nation and people. <laughs> Two. That right there. That's the most annoying thing. <clears throat> the defensive jihad? Jihad. <laughs> oh, jihad. Thank you. Stupid. Come on. Of course we lost him. He's, what? We lost him. <gasps> yeah, he's no, not around to break correct it. Break it to us gently. I'm sorry. He's not feeling very Gadon's well. Gadon's not feeling well? Yeah, not since the bomb dropped oh, on him. No, oh, wait. in fact, he's gone. We lost him. Oh, that was yeah. fast. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> War sucks. And from... Uh, Don't join the terrorist, Gadon. <laughs> Sorry. From Athew Voiv Avery. <laughs> Pat and Keith, you know who will be filling in for y'all over vacation yet? Mm. I think we'll be filling in for ourselves for say. part of it. Pat like a great. best of sort of situation. Yeah. Most days. Yeah. Beyond that, I don't know. Do you know? Yeah, it's going to be one day. I might sneak up here and do a show, and you'll just have to listen every day to find out which one oh. that's going to be. Okay. What? But for the most part, it will be uh, mm-hmm. best of Pat Gray. Uh, Constitutional Drunk tweets, Life would be so much easier if everyone owned a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's such a random tweet, but I love it. It is. (laughs) That's true. Would everybody be a little bit nicer if everyone owned a puppy? Yeah, but once it grows up, then you just kick it out and abandon it and leave it out there and somebody else's problem. Is that that what he's saying? I'm not sure. He didn't say a dog. Right. He said a puppy. Yeah. Once it grows up. Yeah, you just you you get rid of it. That's what I hear. You just leave it in a field somewhere and hope no. for the best. Is that <laughs> no. that's what that's what I inferred from that? That's tweet? probably not best. No, that's <laughs> that's not nice. Uh, yeah, and when you get a little puppy mm-hmm. um, for someone for Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. don't just like after it grows up, don't just start. You know that that's what happens. They send them back to the pound. Make sure you can mm-hmm. feel like Bob Barker all of a sudden. Forget to get your yeah, because Bob's what a Bob's thing was. Don't get your kids uh, something for Christmas because yeah. they'll think it's great that day, and then they'll forget about it, and yeah. they don't want to take care of the you dog. Get your anymore. pet spayed or neutered because only you can help prevent forest the, fires and control the pet population. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I thought it was only you can yeah, prevent I think forest I kinda, fires. I kind of mixed Smokey <laughs> the Bear and Bob Barker. I mean, my bad. <laughs> uh uh, Bob's still around, right? Bob, I think Bob is still alive. Yeah. He's getting up there in age. How like old is he? Now? 90s? 93? 94? 96! 96. 96. Wait a minute. Yeah, he just turned 96 four days ago. Wow. 96! Man, what's he doing? Probably. How long ago did he quit The Price is Right? Does it say there in his little uh, bio? Oh. It's got to be 10. Is it 15 years, maybe? His last. Because remember, just a few years ago, I don't know, maybe three or four years ago, he did a, a very funny bit. I'll have to tweet it out later. Um, a Happy Gilmore bit with Adam Sandler. It was kind of like a, like an a continuation thing. of their fight from the movie. Ah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was, it was a riot. That's and funny. it was at some awards show that remember they that. aired that. Um, I'm just trying to find out. You think it would be uh, 2007 was his last. Uh, my goodness. Holy cow. He taped his final episode on June 6th, 2007. You believe it's been that long? Wow. That is... That's crazy. It does not seem that long ago. That's crazy. That's horrifying. Hmm. What kind of freak would believe that Bob Barker 
has been gone for that long. Yeah, and you were still oh. Oh, there. You were still with us too at that <laughs> time, Michael. But that that's true. Not too that's much true, too long Keith. after that. So thank you for remembering. Michael Jackson Keith. death date. Oh nine, I think. Oh nine, yeah. Is that it was. Right? It was ten years June ago. June 25th, oh nine. So ten two years after that. Years ago. Yeah. Over ten years ago, Michael Jackson wow. left this earth. That is amazing. Amazing. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, and it Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter. Oh, 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 hold on a second. Hold on. Google Michael Jackson death mm-hmm. cause of death homicide. Was that officially ruled a homicide? I don't think so. No. Right? No way. Who was the last one to have access? Are they to... saying his his uh, doctor killed him? That is what I'm. This is just. It just says underneath. There's no link or anything. This is just the Google mm. thing. If you type in Michael Jackson death. Says Michael Jackson, American singer songwriter, cause of death, homicide, June twenty fifth, two thousand nine. What? I, do, I see it. I see <laughs> wow. it. No way. How does that now? Honestly, that how does that not Google ruled. result get that? Because it's not. I a, don't know. Because that just, was not ruled a homicide. Click on Wikipedia here and see if that says anything. Uh, I don't think. Right? Uh, what, did we tune out during that? <laughs> uh, I. You would think we would have. You know. Followed up on that a little bit, <laughs> right? Michael Jackson was murdered on August twenty eighth, two thousand nine. Yes, it was. The L.A. County coroner concluded <laughs> that Michael Jackson's death was a homicide. I totally missed this. I feel Jackson had been administered a propofol, propofol, and anti anxiety, uh, benzodiazepines, lorazepam, and uh, some other stuff by his doctor. He was, wow, Murray was convicted of involuntary manslaughter in 2009, which I don't think we paid a minute no. of attention to. In 2011, he was convicted of invo- involuntary manslaughter, served two of his four-year prison sentence, uh, got out for good behavior. Yeah, released That uh, is 2013. Un- it was ruled his doctor killed him. Oh, my gosh. He ended up serving those two years. It's horrifying that yeah. people don't know that. Do you feel like that's that was, justice served for you there, Michael? I was killed by... Two years. Not for just two years, no. No, that's how long? How long should he have gone what away for? What kind of freak would only serve two years for killing me? Right? Man, so I'm educated today. Huh. That <laughs> is something. Yeah, we learned something new there. Okay. At least we did. I don't know if anybody else did. Serve more jail he time than you, homicide? Michael. homicide? Come on! Mm-hmm. All right. In America, 50 million of us uh, deal with pain pretty much every day, all the time. We're always uh, trying to find something that will ease our pain. If you haven't been able to, please try Relief Factor. This is something that could help you a lot. All you have to do is order the three-week quick start. It's under 20 bucks. It's nineteen ninety-five. Try it for three weeks. Now, 70% of the people that start there go on to order more because it worked for them. Do it. It's worth it, right? I mean, to be out of that pain, what would you do if you had your weird leg pain every day? And it's not just a weird leg pain. It's just years of playing sports and Mm -hmm. just beating up my body. Yeah. I don't feel those aches and pains anymore. That's awesome. Um, It is absolutely awesome. I was just thinking this the other day. It's not just the, the weird leg pain that I've gone through in my life. It's just... Aches and pains from just competing too hard, I guess. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, um, if you're a weekend warrior, you got to do the relief factor. Absolutely. It's got four key ingredients that each help your body fight against inflammation. So if you want a drug-free natural way 
to ease your pain and get your life back without getting hooked on some opioid, Relief Factor is the way to go. It's relieffactor.com. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, from Pat's oldest intergalactic Australian Muslim. <laughs> it's a combination of a lot of different things. A lot things of stuff going on show. with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Keith, never-ending puppies. Uh, once they get older, mm-hmm. use them to make more puppies and sell to the parents Sell the parents to a Chinese restaurant or Planned Parenthood to harvest <laughs> wait, parts. Wait, okay, wait. What is that a reference? That's a re- reference to the Jay Leno uh, joke, maybe, that he's in so much uh, trouble for. Yeah. You read about that? You see this in the paper today? I'm in trouble for a joke, I mean? You see this, Kevin? Crazy joke. From the Steve 42, everyone's life would be easier with eight weeks paid time off for puppy leave. Puppy leave! Yes! Puppy leave is a thing now. From the Steve 42, Israel was attacked and almost driven to the sea under the 1967 border. So, who's the idiot chunk? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Stephen Avery, bulldozing the Jewish holy city isn't extreme. I'd hate to see what he considers extreme then. No kidding. Mr. I am Peach Mint. uh, I am Peach Mint. It's cute. Uh, Did Sank want to get it on with the animals? What? What? I don't, I'm not, I don't know this. I don't know the reference there necessarily. Even Google that. Uh, let's see. We need to get. We need more Young Turks chunk clips. Get Martin on that <laughs> over the Christmas holidays. All right, Martin. Right, Martin. You got that? More That's chunk assignment. clips. More, more clips. I'm of, on it. Of this guy. Because okay. he's saying stuff. The freaking the guy is crazy. He's stark raving nuts. And so always stark angry. Nuts. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, angry, angry dude. Yeah, and he, he claims to have been a former Republican, and his uh, bad views all come from his Republicanism or something. I don't know. Just it's crazy. He's if he wins, <laughs> it's a really bad sign of where we are in America. Well, he's uh, California, right? <clears throat> yep. Oh boy, <laughs> like to see a poll on uh, on that particular race. Uh, oh, by the way. We don't have any results yet. Won't tell tomorrow on more on trivia because it's tonight's game. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, New Orleans, Indianapolis. Yes, sir. Colts Saints tonight. Yep. Looks like the NFL, by the way, is finally done with Colin Kaepernick, I guess. Any chance that uh, he had of returning to the NFL, pretty much gone, and they've got no plans to ever try to do anything to appease him again, which would be nice. I mean, it's about time. The guy's been given... Every opportunity and more than almost anybody else I can possibly think of. Uh, for for a guy who had one decent year and was a pretty mediocre backup and lost his starting job to Blaine Gabbard years ago. 
uh, I think I think they've made some concessions to the guy. Okay, now we can finally move on, and they say we've moved on. <laughs> That's according to the uh, commissioner, good Roger Goodell. <clears throat> so there you go. Uh, also, President Trump unhappy again with Fox News. He said Fox News uh, accused the network of trying to be politically correct. Hard to believe that Fox News will be interviewing sleazebag and totally discredited former FBI Director James Comey, which actually went well. I, I don't know why he was upset about it. And also corrupt politician Adam Shifty Schiff. Fox is trying so hard to be politically correct, and yet they were totally shut out from the failed Dem debates. <clears throat> he also predicted that, uh, well, he says both Comcast, that's Comcast, <laughs> Comicast MSNBC and fake news CNN are watching their ratings tank. Fredo on CNN is dying. Don't know why Fox News wants to be more like them. They'll all die together as other outlets take their place. All of this, I believe, is part of his setup for Trump Trump broadcasting or whatever he's going to do. Yeah. Hmm. Trump TV is coming soon. Well, Probably after 2024, but I think uh, it's in the works probably right now. And he would like nothing more than to replace Fox News. Uh, but I thought I think Chris Wallace held uh, Comey's feet to the fire really nicely. Yeah, he did in that interview. And Comey looked terrible in that interview. I I don't know how much better you could do on that interview than than uh, Chris Wallace did. But it doesn't seem like the president was excited about it. Uh, Meanwhile, the Hallmark Channel, we'll get into this in a a second. Hallmark Channel removed a lesbian kiss ad uh, from the broadcast and then replaced the lesbian kiss ad. They they put it back. And and now they're going to apparently uh, work with the LGBTQIA2 plus people. How to be more LGBTQIA2 plus yeah, friendly. They're going to get an education. Yeah. And so that's great. We'll tell you the details about that. Uh, interesting, because Hallmark is supposed to be this family friendly channel. And now, um, yeah, let's see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. That's right. That's right. Had a boy clan. Pat Gray unleashed. Triple A nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Pat unleashed on Twitter. Burr smallmouth bass. Kurt tweets. Nearly all cases when a person dies unnaturally, it's a homicide. Hmm. Suicide is technically a homicide. For example, hmm. manslaughter negligence that results in death is as well. Murder is a specific type of homicide. Okay. Uh, Fat Lump of Goo tweets, Keith played sports. What position? Right bench or left out? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. See? It's good. Uh, Chicken picker? Had a thought. Pat needs to write a song like We Are the World for Climate Change and then sing the parts all in his different impressions. Michael Jackson, Al Gore, Arlen Specter, Yoda, Jimmy Stewart, George Bush, John Kerry, Al Sharpton. Oh, that'll take Burr, some time. I'm cold. 
Let's do that. Uh, that I like that. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> also, B to Bodine, uh, I think instead of watching the Hallmark Channel, I'll switch to the station that just shows the Yule log burning with just the crackling sound. That will be more enjoyable. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into There's this a cha- Hallmark now I'm thing. I'm wondering, where's that channel, though? I want to know where the Yule log channel is. Uh, somebody does that. I, I'm not sure. Who, oh, it's, I think it's Hallmark. <laughs> I think Hallmark does that on one of their channels. One of them switches on like Christmas Eve to the Yule log. It's usually channel 1000 <clears throat> on your TV. On is it? Comcast. Hmm, okay. <laughs> okay. Nice. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, before we get to the, the Hallmark situation, uh-huh. an Asian American advocacy group is telling NBC to cut ties with former late night host Jay Leno after he made an insensitive joke about Koreans eating dog meat. <laughs> Leno reportedly made the comment during an episode of America's Got Talent. Uh, huh. He said, mm, what did he say? Do we have the joke here? I don't yeah, think I don't we have the, the joke. in there. He just, yeah. That's yeah, too bad. It's just being reported that, uh, yeah, let's see here. I'll try to find the exact quote. Yeah. Something, some reference to uh, Koreans eating dogs. According to the MANAA, the group repeatedly met with NBC executives, but Leno has been an unrepentant repeat offender and still has a bizarre fixation with Asians eating dogs. Well, uh, Asians do eat dogs, so what's the issue here? Yeah, if you don't like You can't it, mention that they eat dogs when they do? Stop eating dogs if you don't like the dog-eating jokes. Good grief. Uh, they only eat 30 million dogs a year in Asia. Just 30 million. And in South Korea, it's <laughs> they eat 2 million dogs. See? I mean, So not everybody in Asia or in Korea eats dog, but many of them do to the point where 2 million are eaten in in South Korea, uh, don't eat dogs if you don't want people to talk about it. What do you? <laughs> what is this? I I don't understand. I mean, not the you know a huge Jay Leno fan, but this is ridiculous. Absolutely, nobody is putting the joke or whatever he said in print. Over a ten-year period, we and other members of the Asian Pacific American Media Co- Coalition which has met with the network since 1999-2000, to push for a better inclusion and depiction of Asian Americans, met and corresponded with NBC executives about this. So people can't talk about things that actually happen in Asia and joke about it? Like they're sacred in Asia? And we can joke about things Americans do and do that all the time. And nobody's... Is anybody jumping up and down about the things they say about Americans? Get over it. Then NBC Executive Vice President of Diversity, Paula Madison, also had a confrontation with the then Tonight Show host. But the matter only got resolved after the APAMC's second attempt to go after Leno's advertisers in 2012. I mean, that's unbelievable. Okay, I, so I, if you make a joke about something that is still going on in Asia, I found an old Leno joke. Uh, if I print it up and put it in front of you, uh, can we hear your uh, Leno impersonation? Read the joke. Perhaps. Okay, hang on. Let me go get this. Am I going to get in trouble with the A P M C A? Oh, I hope so. L Y G S A A group. I don't know. I don't want to. I. You can really 
it's so bizarre that you can't you can't mention something that is not just a stereotype. It is actually happening still to this day in that country. But it's not fair game. Interesting. Jay Leno. Uh, Yang also included, accused Leno of stereotyping Asians throughout his career. Variety reported whether it's his use of this offensive stereotype to talk about a Korean skater's Olympic loss in 2002. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Kim Dong Thung was so upset. You read about that? You see that in the paper? You see that it's given? Mm-hmm. He, he went home, kicked his dog, and then ate him. Uh oh. Wow. Wow. That's crazy, Jay. <laughs> Everybody knows cats are better. <laughs> Mm. Or his apparent recent comment backstage. Oh, here it is. Oh, backstage. Backstage at America's Got Talent, <laughs> where he remarked that pets in a photo look like something that you'd find on the menu at a Korean restaurant. Oh, you see this? You read about this? Uh, <laughs> so he continues to propagate that stereotype, even though it is actually still happening. <sighs> Two million dogs a year are consumed in Korea. That's not nothing. Wow. It's the minority of Koreans that are, I guess, the young people are are kind of uh, stopping the trend. Oh, good, good. So that's good. Hashtag puppy that's good. leave. However, it puppy is still leave. happening. Leave the guy alone. I mean, it's just, Seriously. and it's a joke. Can we get over it? Uh, <laughs> no. No. We can't get over we can. anything. We cannot. Anything. Jeez. Uh, well, uh, let's see. I got to go through this uh, Hallmark uh, series of events. Okay. Because, um, first of all, under pressure from a conservative advocacy group, the Hallmark Channel <clears throat> pulled their ads for a wedding planning website that featured two brides kissing at the altar. Mm. The family-friendly network, which is in the midst of its heavily watched Christmas programming, removed the ads because the controversy was a distraction, according to a spokesperson. They said the the debate surrounding these commercials on all sides was detracting from the purpose of our network, which is to provide entertainment value. Okay, fair enough. She added, the Hallmark brand is never going to be divisive. We don't want to generate controversy. We've tried very hard to stay out of it. We just felt it was in the best interest of the brand to pull them and not continue to generate the controversy. Then, of course, there was the immediate criticism of that (laughs) from people like Ellen DeGeneres, who asked Hallmark, isn't it almost 2020? What are you thinking? Please explain. We're all ears. So, uh, Mm. what happened then? was uh, they caved in to the LGBTQQIA2 plus crowd <laughs> and put them back on the network. Mm-hmm. Now, now they've made um, good friends with GLAAD. <sighs> yeah, now they're working with GLAAD to better represent the LGBTQQIA2 plus population across our portfolio of brands. <laughs> so if we've gone from, hey, we don't want any controversy, we don't want any of this stuff, we're, we're just trying to stay out of it. Nope. Now they jumped into it with both feet 
with GLAD to reestablish our partnership and reinstate the commercials. Oh, boy. GLAD hailed the reversal in a statement from uh, their CEO, Kate Ellis. The Hallmark Channel's decision to correct its mistake sends an important message to LGBTQIA2 plus people and represents a major loss for fringe organizations. Okay, you're not the fringe organization? No, it's the like one million moms. They're the fringe organization whose sole purpose is to hurt families like mine. LGBTQQIA2 plus people are and will continue to be a part of advertisements and family programming, and that will never change. Wow, I guess. Okay. Um, if you have those sensibilities, you do not matter anymore. Uh, because GLAD is, is just too powerful now. And they win virtually all of these battles. Uh, so, I guess when, when Christian people take offense, that doesn't matter. Well, it did for a minute. But then when, the, when, the, when GLAD took offense... Then that's when they had to uh, switch back and and go back to it. Hmm. So I guess that's part of family friendly programming still. I I guess so. Principles, baby. Principles. Yep. <clears throat> so, uh, welcome to it. And it's that's 2019. It's just where we are now. It's it is just where we are. Uh, minority rules in virtually. Every single case now. When you talk about the opposite, we are the opposite of democracy. Democracy would be majority rules. <laughs> but we are nothing like that, that's for sure. We're not even like a republic anymore because uh, the majority elects their representatives to do certain things for them and still the minority rules mm-hmm. no matter what happens. It's just really something, really amazing. Uh, by the way, just some housekeeping on uh-huh. uh, earlier reference uh, with the congressional uh, candidate, uh, Sink Uger. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, yes, he apparently um, said he would legalize bestiality back in uh, way back in 2013. Oh, how that. old were you in 2013? <laughs> Were you even born yet? As I said that, as I started to say that way back in 2013, I thought, no, there was never a time where it was okay to say we should legalize bestiality. Right. <laughs> Right. We're still not even there yet. We're not. No, no. We're still not there. No. Yeah, the guy's, he's an absolute freak of nature. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if you want to find outrageous comments, yeah, it shouldn't be too hard. California, now's your chance to Mm -hmm. put your representative of the people in Congress. Oh, boy. Ugh. By the way, uh, there's disappointment as the marathon climate talks ended with just a slim climate deal. Oh, no. Wait, we didn't get... We're not going to save the world then? I that wasn't done? I don't think so, no. Ah, bummer. Major polluters resisted calls for ramping up efforts to keep global warming at bay, and negotiators postponed debate about uh, rules yeah, for international polluters. carbon markets yeah. for another year. Mm-hmm. Organizers kept delegates from almost 200 nations in Madrid far beyond Friday's scheduled close. Okay, so we're going to get a deal. We're uh-huh. going to extend this thing by a couple of days, and we, we're going to get something great here. In the end, huh? negotiators endorsed a general call for greater efforts to tackle climate change and several measures to help poor countries respond and adapt its, uh, to its impacts. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, U.N. Secretary General Oof. 
Antonio Guterres said he was disappointed by the meeting's outcome. Oh, no. After the two nights of fractious negotiations, delegates in Madrid decided to defer some of the thorniest issues to the next UN oh, climate summit. Uh, we'll get it next time. In Glasgow next November. November, we'll get we it. We don't have until November. If we don't act by right? tomorrow, Tom- like, the world ends. Like what time tomorrow? Wait, I can't say tomorrow because that's too... If we don't act by 2028, we're all dead. Yeah. And see, by 2028, gonna you're going to forget that yeah. I said that. Uh, Chile's Chile's environment minister, <laughs> Carolina Schmidt, who chaired the meeting, said she was sad. No deal has been reached on the rules for international trading and carbon emissions. They really desperately want to tax sure, carbon. Sure. So the, they want so badly to tax carbon. The, the the representative from Chile is Carolina Schmidt? Yeah, isn't that weird? Uh, I had the same thought. Okay. We were on the verge, she said, uh, of markets that are robust and environmentally sustainable. Lost it, though. Envir- economists <sighs> say putting a price on carbon dioxide, the main greenhouse gas, and allowing countries or companies to trade emissions permits will encourage the shift Away from fossil fuels toward mm-hmm. renewable blah, energy. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And blah, so the climate the climate alarmists failed again. They failed again. Good. <clears throat> so yes. so so Greta didn't uh, didn't didn't change the world after no, all. No, she's pissed. Oh, what? She's pissed. Why? Well, she said that these leaders needed to be uh, pushed to the wall uh, or pushed up against the wall. Is what she said. Like they need to be executed. I guess. Whoa, but whoa, but whoa. then what? no, she clarified that. She apologized if anybody thought that meant execution. She wasn't saying it was something in the translation. Translation. The translation was poor. You know, there were some poorly worded phrases in the translation. <laughs> some poor phrasing. Yeah, in in translating a Swedish expression into English, and she apologized. That okay. She said, yesterday I said we must hold our leaders accountable and unfortunately said put them up against a wall. Okay. <laughs> That's swinglish. Apparently. Wing-lish? Yeah. To put something <laughs> to put someone up against the wall in Swedish means to hold someone accountable. Swanglish. Yeah. Yeah, well, Keith, that's what happens when you improvise speeches in a second language. Oh, okay there, Greta. But, of course, I apologize if anyone misunderstood this. I cannot enough express the fact that I, as well as the entire school strike movement, are against any possible form of violence. It goes without saying. Sure you are. But I say it anyway. Sure. Tell Elf that. You know, Uh the extremist. What is that? Earth Liberation Front? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so calm and relaxed. They are. They don't do anything mean. The expression in English is a euphemism for ex- executions, um, but that's not what she said. That's that's not it at all. Well, she said, we have to make sure that they cannot, she's talking about politicians, do that. We will make sure that they, that we put them against the wall and that they will have to do their job and to protect our futures. Uh, she's wonderful. Yeah, but at least she's out there. She's making a difference, mm-hmm. right? And, no. and at least she's not, you know, let this celebrity go to her head. No, and she's right. out there just that's plugging right. along like the rest of us. She, you right. know, she won't fly, right? Right. And right. she took that yacht from the U.S. to Europe, mm-hmm. 
and now she's uh, training across, sticking trains across uh, Europe because she, I guess that's more environmentally friendly. Okay. Um, See? Look and at then that. she took a photo of herself sitting on the floor right next to her suitcases. Look at that. That's Look her life at, right there. She's sitting on the floor. This wonderful 16-year-old caring, brave, yeah. courageous activist is sitting on the floor. On a train? On a train. What? On the floor where people oh. have walked with their dirty shoes. Greta, you shouldn't have I to do that. weep for her. No sitting I on the floor. Weep with a- openly as a man, yeah. I, I weep. I mean, look at that. She's got her suitcases, her right. backpacks. And yeah, stuff. look at them I mean, all. That's, I mean, her, that's her life over the last like four months, right? Yeah, oh, easily. Goodness. I mean, that's Time Magazine's so, person of the year right there. We're all glad to see she packed a lot for roughing a really, it. really long trip. Just she, roughing it. She hasn't been home since, I don't know, six years ago or something. <laughs> and uh, she needs to be back to school, and she's taking a train to, I don't know, from one climate change summit to another because mm-hmm. she just can't go home. It's too important what she's doing right now. That is rough. Rough life. And so she showed that that, you know, the train people didn't treat her very well. Man. Except that on this overcrowded train, she claimed yeah. that she was riding on the floor. She claimed? What do you mean? Well, she claimed that, um, but yeah. the train people said, no, she was in first class. I'm sorry? Yeah, she had a seat in first class. So why'd she drag all of her stuff out there <laughs> in the hallway? <laughs> oh, no, to, to do the... For a photo op. Yeah, for a photo op to show that it was so overcrowded, you know. Uh, <laughs> that is despicable. So wow. she lied about her train experience, mm-hmm. yeah. essentially, trying to glorify herself even more. She's on a first-class wow. train ride, which is expensive and so pretty nice. So after she complained about actually. this and about the train company, was there any? did they respond? Did the train people say anything in response to yeah, her? Yeah, they initially responded to her statement saying they would continue working hard. On getting more trains, connections, and seats. <laughs> okay. Then, oh, good. Wait, what? Then what? Uh, so then the, the firm thanked the Swede for supporting their battle against climate change, pointing out that the train had been running on eco-friendly electricity. However, Uh-oh. they've now withdrawn their apology Whoa. to the climate activist, insisting she received friendly treatment. After investigating the incident further, would have been even nicer if you had also reported how friendly and competently our team served you. Oh no! At your seat in first class. <laughs> oh no! So yeah, now they're pretty pissed. Oh, good for them. Now they're pissed because good. you know she she took her stuff out to the hallway apparently to make <laughs> it look like she was sitting on the floor on oh. an overcrowded train. Okay. When they'd been serving her like a queen in first class yeah, that was the whole an time. Artsy photo there. So that pisses me okay, off. Okay. Um I'm I'm angry on their behalf. You know what I think happened there? What happened? I, I think there was some uh She lied? Is would, that what happened I, there? Well, no. I think there was some poor phrasing uh, <laughs> in the picture. Uh, uh, okay. In the translation of the picture. Oh. See, we were looking at the Swedish version of the picture. Okay. Right, right. right. And then the train people were speaking English through photos. And Which is strange for a German company. German. They were speaking German through a hmm. through that. And then we're mm-hmm. and see we speak English. Right. For the most part. So And so it just got in the in the swanglish. Yeah. Swang okay. it was okay. a swanglish photo that we don't speak. Uh, uh, all right. Boy, that's despicable. 
<laughs> really I mean, you're, you're 2019's person of the year. <laughs> really? You should have a, a higher standard. You shouldn't of... be a lying sack wow. as Time Magazine's person of the year. Person you would think, year. right? Uh, it's hard to believe. I how, mean, this... how dare she? Uh, right? <laughs> how... how dare you? Right. How dare you point out the truth? How dare you? Get back uh, in class. I know. She needs, we need to stop hearing away. about her. We need And you know she's going to be all over that, uh, where's the uh, November one? Uh, Glasgow, where is it? It's, uh, yeah. Whenever they meet again, can, I just, can we go, do you think we can go 11 months without having her do something? No. In the, okay. No, I don't think so. I think she's around to stay for a while. <clears throat> they love her, man. They just. The, do they? Yeah, I think the news media really? does. I think the media does. I think she's really starting to wear on everybody. You think? I do. I, I think her 15 so. minutes is up. Oh, gosh, I hope I so. I really do. Yeah, I mean, because when you've got Saturday Night Live mocking her as they did this weekend, I think I think the scales have tipped tipped in uh, against her. So hopefully, I man, I hope you're right because uh, that would be fantastic. We don't have that, do we? The skip no, from no. SNL. No, because uh, uh, I have to. I have to. I I didn't see that. Yeah, it was, was it good? That was very. Did funny. it actually have a finish? Did it actually have an ending? Yeah, it was something funny at the end of it. It was con- punchline, if you will. It was concise. It was yeah. actually a good use of their time. Oh, and, good. Uh, I will post this right. out, and you can check it out later uh, all right. on well. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, all right. <clears throat> also, coming up on Thursday night, the next Democrat debate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're it, not covering that on Friday. Are we going to act like it didn't uh, happen, right? I don't know. We'll see. Because I got plenty of other things I could be doing on Thursday night than so, watching that. I mean... Friday is the day before vacation. Uh-huh. Uh, so it would be a real shame to have to talk about this Tell you what, awful Why don't we put up debate. a poll at Pat Unleash, see if the audience, let them speak. All right. I realize that you're the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the benevolent dictator. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you can, of course, uh, ignore the will of the people mm. since it's not a democracy. And uh, <laughs> you can uh, disregard the results of the poll, but we'll put that up there and see what people say as All far right. as they want for content Well, on keep in mind, we're minority rule now. We're not, uh, you saw that, might might fit in. I'm, I might be in the minority, but uh, we are minority. Oh, there was also we'll the see. suggestion from mm-hmm. uh, Shore Girl M, and a lot of people um, glommed onto this. Uh, what if we, on Friday, played, uh, obviously oh, yeah, we had more trivia. We just did the mm-hmm. favorite clips of 2019. Definite possibility. A lot of suggestions came in uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, so that could be fun. Yeah, could be fun. Let's just pretend there is no debate Thursday night. Uh, debate Thursday night, then there's another one January 14th, February 7th, February 19th, <laughs> and February 25th. Okay, see, so we got plenty oh to get to. Gosh. <laughs> so they're they're, tr- they're trying to jam four, well, five, including this coming Thursday. Five all before Super Tuesday uh, on what? In March less, 2nd, I think. Yeah, in less than two months? Yeah, it's crazy. We've got five debates. So, yeah. It's going to be tough to get through. All right. Well, we will uh, see you tomorrow as we draw ever closer to Christmas. Uh, Here, Pat Gray Unleashed.